Welcome to the Northbound Wealth Podcast. All opinions expressed by me, my co-hosts, or my guests are solely our own opinions and do not reflect the opinions of Northbound Wealth Management, LLC. This podcast is for informational and educational purposes only and should not be relied upon for any investment, tax, or legal advice, or as a solicitation to offer or buy any securities. Clients of Northbound Wealth Management, LLC may maintain positions in the securities discussed in this podcast. This is the Northbound Wealth Management Weekly Market Insights call. Um, Let's dive in. A record high inflation report, the prospects of a more aggressive Fed and growing recession fear sent stocks lower, though losses were paired by a Friday rally. The Dow Jones Industrial Average slipped 0.16%, while the S&P 500 lost 0.93%. The NASDAQ Composite Index dropped 1.57% for the week. The MSCI EFA index, which tracks developed overseas stock markets, lost 3.49%. So what that means is on the year, the Dow is down 13.9%. The NASDAQ is down 26.480%. Excuse me. Uh, the MSCI EFA index is down 23.59%. And the S&P 500 is down 18.95% closing at 3863 spot 16 for the week. The 10-year treasury note closed at 2.93% for the week they were down 1. or 0.16% and the uh, year to date the 10-year note is up 1.41% or 141 basis points. So as the week opened, recession fears intensified with reports of renewed COVID-related lockdowns in China. Also, the U.S. dollar continued to climb, reflecting global economic weakness. June's Consumer Price Index report showed price increases accelerating. Year-over-year prices jumped 9.1%, the fastest pace in over 40 years. Speculation grew that the Federal Reserve might contemplate a 100 basis point increase in short-term rates later this month, rather than the 75 basis point hike it signaled earlier. The market rebounded on Friday following comments by the FOMC member who said he favored a 75 basis point hike. Also helping the Friday rally was a strong retail sales report and additional second quarter company reports. Dollar strength. The increasing strength of the U.S. dollar moved to center stage last week as the dollar index, a a measure of the U.S. dollar to six other major currencies, reached a fresh high while the euro fell to parity with the dollar and its lowest level since 2002. A rising U.S. dollar hurts overseas profits when converted into dollars, and it also makes U.S. products and services more expensive. It's a challenge for large multinational companies that derive a portion of their earnings from overseas markets. Greater insight into the extent of that impact may be gained as companies provide forward guidance with their upcoming reports. I think uh, about half the companies in the S&P 500 derive 
about 47 to 55% of their revenue from foreign markets. So it is a big deal. This week, key economic data. So Tuesday is housing starts. Wednesday, uh, reporting existing home sales. Thursday, jobless claims. And the index of leading economic indicators. Friday, the PMI or the Purchasing Managers Index composite flash report is posted. We'll be tracking all of that for you and reporting on it in coming uh, podcast episodes. This week, companies reporting earnings. Uh, today, we've got Bank of America, IBM, Goldman Sachs, Schwab. Tuesday, Netflix, J&J, Hunt, uh, JB Hunt. Wednesday, Tesla, Abbott Labs, CSX uh, you know, Corporation, which is rail. Uh, United States, or excuse me, United Airlines Holdings is also reporting on Wednesday. Thursday, we've got AT&T, Snap, uh, Blackstone, American Airlines, Union Pacific, and DR Horton. Friday, Verizon, Schlumberger, American Express, NextEra Energy, and PPG Industries. It's a pretty active and busy week uh, this week. Stop me if you've heard this already. Roughly half the population wasn't alive the last time inflation was at this level. It's true. According to imbd.com, Raiders of the Lost Ark was the number one movie at the box office the last time prices were rising at a rate of 9% a year. In economic circles, the most widely followed inflation barometer, the CPI or Consumer Price Index, is considered a lag indicator meaning that by the time it's reported, prices likely have changed. The question is, are prices continuing to trend higher or are they moving lower? Right now, we've got a troubling trend. Raiders of the Lost Ark was playing in movie theaters the last time inflation was over 9%. And if you look at a chart of year-over-year change of that, it's just incredible. The Fed will attempt to answer that question at its July meeting when it makes a decision about short-term interest rates. Their speculation rates could jump as much as 1% to curb inflation, but the Fed has to watch for a backfire as a 1% move may send a desperate signal to the financial markets. High inflation is a pain in the wallet, but nothing lasts forever. In the meantime, try not to watch the markets too closely and go to the movies this summer. Who knows? We might be watching history in the making. Summer travel is picking up this year. If you're headed to Europe, you may notice that you get more bang for your buck. Why is that? For the first time in almost 20 years, the US dollar and the euro have reached parity. Souvenirs will be cheaper for Americans, but Europeans coming this direction may feel the pinch of more expensive goods and services. The U.S. dollar has strengthened against the euro in part because of the differences in monetary policy. The U.S. has been raising rates to slow inflation, while the European Central Bank, or ECB, has been hesitant for fear of slowing economic growth. However, with the ECB expected to raise short-term rates this month for the first time in over a decade, Euro-dollar parity may be short-lived. If there's anything about your investment strategy that you'd like to review, let's talk. And if you're headed to Europe, 
Send me a vacation photo. A decision not made is still a decision. Whether through inertia or trepidation, investors who put off important investment decisions might consider the admonition offered by motivational speaker Brian Tracy. Quote, almost any decision is better than no decision at all. End quote. This investment in action is played out in many ways, often silently, invisibly, and with potential consequences to an individual's future financial security. Let's review some of those forms this takes. Number one, your 401k plan. One of the worst decisions may be the failure to enroll, although more and more companies are automatically enrolling workers into their retirement plans. Not only do non-participants sacrifice one of the best ways to save for their eventual retirement, but they also forfeit the money that, the, that any employer matching contributions represent. Not participating holds the potential to be one of the most costly indecisions one can make. The other way individuals let indecision get the best of them is, not, is, is by not selecting the investments for the contributions they make to their 401k plan. When a participant fails to make an investment selection, the plan may have provisions for automatically investing that money, and that investment selection may not be consistent with the individual's time horizon, risk tolerance, and goals. In most circumstances, you must begin taking required minimum distributions from your 401k or other defined contribution plan in the year you turn 72. Withdrawals from your 401k or other defined contribution plans are taxed as ordinary income and if taken before 59 and a half may be subject to a 10% federal income tax penalty. And number two, non-retirement plan investments. For homeowners, stuff or junk just seems to accumulate over time. The same may be true for investors. Some buy investments based on articles they've read or based on the recommendations of a family member Others may have investments held in a previous employer's 401k plan. Over time, we can end up with a collection of investments that may have no connection to our investment objectives. Because of the dynamics of the market and, and investments that may have once made good sense at one time may no longer be advantageous today. By not periodically reviewing what we own, which would allow us to cull inappropriate investments or even determine if the portfolio reflects our current investment objectives, we are making a, a default decision to own investments that may not that may be inappropriate. Whatever your situation, your retirement investments require careful attention and may benefit from deliberate, thoughtful decision making. Your retired self will be grateful that you invested the time today. Um, a tax tip: uh, rediscovering documents following a natural disaster. If you live in an area that's prone to natural disasters, it's important to be prepared by knowing how to manage your important documents and paperwork and by knowing what to do if those materials are lost. Here are some tips from the IRS. Contact the IRS or go online and search their database for help in reconstructing records after a natural disaster or casualty loss. Download Publication 584, Casualty, Disaster, and Theft Loss Workbooks to figure out your loss on business and income producing properties in the event of a natural disaster. You could also read publication 3067, IRS Disaster Assistance, 
federally declared disaster for information about how federally declared dis disasters affect individuals and business owners. This document also covers the assistance available to victims. And as a disclaimer, this information is not intended to be a substitute for specific individualized tax advice. We suggest that you discuss your specific tax issues with a qualified tax professional. And this information was adapted from the website irs.gov. And you may be interested in a healthy living tip. Everything you need to know about walking meditation. Don't we all need a little more of that? You've likely heard about sitting meditation when you're encouraged to find a comfortable place to sit or lay down. But have you ever heard of walking meditation? Walking meditation follows similar principles to sitting or lying meditation. But instead of staying in the same place, you would direct your focus on your footsteps and the experience of walking. The goal is to be mindful of every step and experience something that we usually do automatically. You can focus on the mechanics of each step, your breathing, or the sights and smells on your walk. And you don't have to walk far to enjoy the benefits. A quick 10-minute walk will leave you more focused, mindful, and centered. This tip was adapted from Greater Good in Action at Berkeley. This podcast is brought to you by Northbound Wealth Management. Hello, I'm your host, Brent Foster, and founder of Northbound Wealth Management. If you would like to meet with us to discuss your financial situation, we'd be happy to help. You can reach us at 317-399-1107 or going to our website at www.northboundwealth.com and sending us a message through our Contact Us page. As a recap as to what our process is like, it's very simple and straightforward. Step one is an initial meeting where we get to know you and understand your needs. Step two is designing a plan and then making recommendations as to what we think would be the right strategy for you and your family. Step three is implementing the plan and executing the recommendation. And simply step four is managing the plan once it's in place. So it's a monitoring and reviewing process that we go through with constant communication. We're excited to work with you and your family. Please reach out to us if you feel like we might be able to help you. Thank you so much and we'll talk to you soon.